1: was gonna do it for us no one so you got to do it yourself shows flyers fanzines it just made sense record label let's just try that I had worked at Zed. I'd worked at Zed for a couple years a year and a half Uh, I saw all kinds of indie labels of course I was enamored with discord I'd read how they hand folded their stuff and how they stuffed all the packages I was like I might as well try it found out it was cheap said let's go for it that's it that's now it.
0: That's what is the what's the significance of us standing in front of 1160 oh yeah
1: 1163 East First Street is the birthplace of Jester records
0: and when you decided
1: in California Tustin Rock
0: City how did you figure out like can you take us through okay from pressing to then artwork and all that stuff like like how did you know how to do that like what was how did all that kind of come together for for you? Sure,
1: uh, well it all started with doing flyers. If you knew how to do flyers, you could probably put together a cover of a record. If you could come up with the money, you could release a record, as long as you know where to go. And then it came down to asking the bands. Head first was, was simple for me because obviously I was in the band. so. Uh had first wanted to do their last seven inch. I said, why not do it on my label? What label's that? I said, oh yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so I came up with Jester because I was the funny guy and uh, that was it. Is that how the name came came about, yeah. Jester? Yeah, because okay. Drew's the funny guy, he's the, the clown, you know what I mean, the joker. So from there, it was pretty simple. Uh, Got the recordings onto a cassette, I can't remember if it was a cassette or a quarter-inch tape, which then got transferred to a digital audio tape, which the pressing plant, Bill Smith Custom Records in Los Angeles... How'd you find them? uh, Through asking people, asking people, oh, where where do you go to get records pressed? You know, word of mouth, somebody told me Bill Smith, called them, simple. Took the the DAT up there, told them which tracks, uh, how many per side, boom, bam, choose my uh, label uh, artwork and then choose chose my uh, vinyl color and my quantity. 500 bucks, boom, out the door.
0: How about doing the covers? Was that just go to Kinko's and yeah, do that?
1: Yeah, for that particular, actually, yeah, for that one, it was it was a two-step process. It started with um, the Faith record, that's a really, on discord that's a really long story of how we came up with that little piece of art i had taken a piece of one of the letters from the faith uh record on discord clipped a tiny little piece of it and then replicated it over and over uh, and turned it into a tattoo and then that tattoo artwork became the cover of that seven inch Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then I was working at a print shop at the time that printed stickers, and we printed and hand stickered. So not only did we copy them at Kinko's, came home from Kinko's, I hand cut them with scissors or an exacto blade, folded all of them. The actual head first that appears on the 7-inch is a sticker that we printed at my cousin's print shop because I was working there at the time. And one thing that a lot of people don't know is if you look at that sticker, what it looks like is it's it's the same size as the spine of a VHS. That's because it is. That was the template we used, a VHS spine. And I just made the head first fit in it perfectly and then we printed it on some chrome stock and hand stuck all 550 of those
0: and then you did the so that was the first release was head first after that was it the bus comp bus comp and then bus volume two yeah and then on to smile and then with smile what was the deal with you and like atlantic i i because i remember i told you i initially thought oh did atlantic sort of let you do that but that that wasn't you were never tied with atlantic and that seven inch right no
1: that that first seven inch was jester records the resins ep jester records mike and i worked together on the artwork it's process was exactly the same except for they didn't use a recording studio They recorded it on a four-track I think or maybe an eight-track But it, but beyond that it was the, the quarter-inch tape or the cassette being transferred to DAT all that's the same
0: Wasn't it recorded at that place that you guys called the the egg?
1: Yeah, their practice space gotcha yeah. and then uh, with that one so Jester I modeled Jester after I was pissed at the Sub Pop Singles Club because they 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 sold that thing when they first started doing it as a limited edition Singles Club where you would sign up and it was cool. It cost you know it was like a, a yearly ex, like subscription, but then I found out that they're doing thousands of these things and I'm like, how's that limited edition if you're doing thousands of them? And so Jester, the whole thing was, I would never press more than 500 records, period, none, ever. And so that's what I did, except for Smile. Because when Smile started generating buzz and major labels were looking at them, I thought, maybe we should do a second press on this one. And that's what we did. We changed the cover, so we changed the cover and the second press was all black vinyl. But uh, that was, that was a, that was a serious dilemma, that one, because how do I call it limited edition if I'm pulling the sub pop and repressing it and doing thousands of these things? But we only wound up doing 500, so that's a total of, I think it was 1,100 records. 550 for the first press, 550 for the second. Second press has a di- different uh, cover. That's how we made it more collectible or custom. Yeah. And the rest is history. Because then they went on to Cargo, and then they got on Atlantic, and now it's complicated. Because I want to release the 25th anniversary, first time on vinyl edition of their Atlantic LP on Jester Records. I McKee? Wanna, no, uh, Girl, Girl Crushed Boy. Gotcha. But we've run into all kinds of legal stuff with Atlantic, and it's just, it's kind of messy. That's why it was cool when we were in control.
0: so then so then um after them you did downer or No, no
1: no the plan was so after smile the plan was for jester to do a split release between mike and aaron from headfirst's new band smile and john's new band post headfirst which would eventually become downer it was supposed to have and i had already envisioned the artwork one side would be a smiley face one side would be a frowny face. And I thought it was gonna be epic. One song per side, a two song single, former bandmates, you know, I thought it would be cool. But the problem was I went away to college and sort of everything, everything pooped out at that point.
0: Cause I I, I wanna say, I remember you showing me artwork for the Downer thing and it was Lenny Bruce performing.
1: No, that was when they asked me to do the, to mock up some covers for their first single, their first EP. Yeah, they rejected that one. That was a huge mistake. Aaron and John, that Lenny Bruce artwork was amazing. You
0: blew it.